0: Frankly, I love doing all these interviews. I get to meet really creative people doing amazing work. Plus, I always feel I grow just a bit as a person after hearing their wonderful stories. Well, my latest interview is no exception. She's smart, dynamic, and building an award-winning communications firm that would make any community proud. I am your host, Bob Williams, where I try to find the most interesting people doing the most fascinating work right here in the greater Sarasota area. I started doing this podcast because I wanted to meet new people. And then I thought, why not share what we talk about with fine folks like you, but more importantly, I believe it's essential to hear each other's stories to better understand who we are as a community right now and what we're becoming for the future. So every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll hear from your neighbors who are running businesses, writing books, leading our local government, starting a new project and impacting our town in positive ways. Today, I'm very pleased to introduce president, CEO, and owner, Allison Emery of Grapevine Communications. After buying this Lakewood Ranch firm in 2017, Allison continues to build upon the 20-year legacy of the previous owners by being creative, strategic, and accountable. In this episode, you'll learn one thing most people don't know about Allison, what led her to buy Grapevine Communications five years ago, what type of work they do for their customers, why it's okay to be authentic and unvarnished on social media, who should reach out to Great Vine, and much, much more. Thank you for stopping by today. It's my hope that you will listen, that you will learn, but most importantly, connect. Allison Emery, president, CEO, and owner of Great Vine Communications. Welcome to Sarasota Stories Podcast. Thank you for having me, Bob. It's an honor. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. And just so my listeners know, this is a real treat for me because I got a chance to drive out past 75 out to the Lakewood Ranch area. Did you get your passport stamped? I got my passport. Yes, I got my passport <laughs> stamped. But, I, but I'm out here, out of my office, and so it's always a treat to come on site. It's just a lot more fun for me. And so I'm here at Grapevine Communications headquarters, world headquarters, yes. world domination headquarters. There we go. And so here talking with uh, the owner... Allison Emery. Allison, we're going to get into a lot of uh, details about your operations, about this wonderful company that you have here. I am an open book. Good, good, good. Well, but before we do that, I got to ask you my favorite question, which is what is one thing that most people don't know about Allison?
1: Most people don't know that I played college rugby. I, uh, I, in high school, I played softball and I danced my entire life. And then at the University of Kansas, I rode crew for the first semester of my freshman year. And starting college, two-a-day practices aren't the most alluring thing on your dance card. <laughs> so um, I, I stopped rowing crew and uh, started playing rugby, and I played it all four years through college.
0: Wow. And for those no. who
1: know, I was, a, I was a loose forward. So an open side flanker and an eight man.
0: Well, I wouldn't know that, but was this, uh, girls against girls, girls against guys and girls. So it was mixed. mixed no, company. no, no. It
1: was, it was, uh, there were a women's squad. So we played against other college teams. We played against some club teams that were, uh, high school, college right. post-college individuals. And, and only at practices or for fun would we play against the fellas. The girls were much tougher.
0: I bet you. Know, listen, <laughs> listen, I, I, as I mentioned before we hit record, I, uh, I had three. I have three daughters, and mm-hmm. raising those three, yeah, I, they're a lot tougher than what you think. So, did rugby prepare you for the rough and tumble world, corporate world?
1: It, you know what? It it taught me how to open field tackle somebody with a smile on my face. <laughs> no, it's it's here's the thing that the the life lesson that that rugby taught me, and that is you 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 fight till the death. You leave it all on the pitch, and then after the match. You celebrate with your opponent. You are you. Cool. You build friendships. You grow relationships, even though you're clawing, stomping, beating people to death for you know the throughout the match. You, afterwards you're sharing beers together and you're hugging it out.
0: Well, we're going to talk a little bit about celebrating our wins a little bit later <laughs> um, because you do that as a part of your corporate culture and I think that's really cool. But let's talk about. Back in 2017, you actually purchased uh, Grapevine Communications. Mm-hmm. And what led you to buy this company? It, anecdotally, I, um, in, starting in 2007,
1: I began working in local media in Sarasota. And that same year, Grapevine Communications, uh, the founder, Angela Massaro-Fain, and her husband, John Fain, became clients of mine. So mm-hmm. they bought media from me. So uh, in 2016, when they mentioned they were hiring an M and a firm and having business valuation done, um, we'd become close over the years and, and they were, they were mentors uh, of mine. And after about two and a half bottles of wine, I said, well, I'll buy the company, not having a real understanding of what that meant. Uh, the next day I called them and I said, Hey, were you serious? They said, are you serious? The day after that, we signed a letter of intent oh, and wow. about a year later. Um, we were at the table signing a, a purchase agreement bought the business and the building.
0: What, what What was that process like? Because, you know, I, I've come across these stories before and I have friends that, you know, for example, a good friend by the name of Jack Kidd, he was an accountant for one of the big four firms, a big eight firm back then. He's long since retired, but he, he was doing auditing for a bank mm-hmm. in the Southwest Ohio uh, area, Southeastern Ohio area. And he ended up buying the bank and then he bought more banks and rolled it up and he just became very, very successful. But I mean, what's the emotional impact of doing
1: that? Well, I, you ever heard, you know, good fences make good neighbors.
0: Yeah, right? sure. What,
1: what I, what I really learned from this process and, and with the help and tutelage of, you know, John and Angela uh, and, and really, you know, Dr. Bob at Live Old Industries was—I—I I immediately jumped on him. I knew him from the Sarasota Chamber of Commerce, and I asked him for his help. And—and and this is exactly what he does. They really helped um, set guardrails and parameters, and—and and understandable contracts. And we set expectations. So, the emotionally, it was—you know—unavoidable. You're going to be—you're going to be nervous. You're going to sure, be excited. You're going to be concerned. But—but I—I always knew where I stood because we had those guardrails set. We had those contracts that were clear. We had expectations. As the goalposts moved, we communicated. Right. And then, uh, you know, it, I, I bought the business through an SBA loan. Mm. And um, the SBA is wonderful at making you
0: exhaustively
1: prove that you understand what you're getting That's yourself great.
0: into. That's great. I
1: had to do project- projections, courses, you know, uh, look at PL's and ls weekly, uh, work through balance sheets, project balance sheets, um, and you know the the acronym Abida um, or EBITDA, however yeah. you pro- pronounce it, or whatever you prefer to pronounce it, yeah. um, became became you know my native language. <laughs> so I, I I feel that while you know you get all of this um, work to do and these tasks to accomplish you know, you look at it, you're like, you know, how am I going to eat this elephant? The answer is one bite at a time. And I'm so glad I did it.
0: Well, that was five, six years ago.
1: Yep. That was 2016 to 17,
0: 2016, 17. So since that time, was there ever a buyer's remorse? Can I tell you honestly,
1: (laughs) I, I never, (laughs) ever looked back with regret.
0: Good for you. It
1: was, it was, there was not even, you know, the first year you, you, you struggle, you're bootstrapped, you're, of course, you know, you as prepared as you are, you're never prepared and you don't know what you don't know. Right. And, um, there, there's no number of books or conversations that you can have. That's going to, that's going to give you a comprehensive picture because it's, it's, you know, ever evolving and every business is different and every staff is different. So I, I was in a very comfortable position with a very big company and completely unfulfilled. Um, you know, money doesn't equal success. Right. And and I never felt like I was truly succeeding because I didn't, I didn't have independence, autonomy, leadership yeah. abilities, right. influence. Um, and so that was the big thing I was looking for because you know, funding my own personal bank account was secondary. I think that's why I, I walked in so, so blissful and enthusiastic and never once.
0: That's great. Looked back or second guessed That's a great story. Well, do you have another story about what you consider to be your greatest success or one that's, I guess, closest to you? Because you've worked with a lot of clients, yeah, a lot of employees, and you've been in the... You know, you've been in business long enough now. What's 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 one of the stories that you really want to tell? Well, you know,
1: I I started out my professional career in communications working with the the Kansas City Royals. So, you know, you learn then it, it's 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 your bench, it's your bench. You're nothing without your bench. You want that's what sells tickets. It's it's the you know the people you put on the field, and that's true in everything I've done in life. Right. Um. And that's true here at Grapevine. So it's the the expansion of the training for and the opportunities provided to, to this team. Um, my biggest success—I I hesitate to call this individual out by name, but but there's there's someone here who, um, when I bought the company, she oh, I just gave up here's a spoiler alert, there's the gender, but um, it was ready to 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 leave. Right. Actually called me on a Saturday and said, I'm, I'm resigning. I'm right. gonna go work, blah, blah, blah. And I said, give me a chance. And this individual did. And subsequent to that um, has evolved. Her role here has expanded, has grown our roster of clients, has done exceptional work with this team and is now not only a leader in this building, but a leader in the community. And to to have five and a half years, someone wow. who had, had her stuff packed, yes, and is now you know not only important but essential.
0: Yes. For
1: our team and our right. clients. So it any success we have is 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 wonderful and celebrated and it and it's an honor, but it's all because of the effort left on the field by Every man and woman that's within these four walls. That's
0: great. That, well, that's a great story. That's a great story. <laughs> I'm sure we'd have plenty more if we had another three or four hours. Oh, if ago, only. If only, if <laughs> only. Well, get into some of the details of what Grapevine actually does because you do advertising, marketing, and public relations. Mm-hmm. Wrap all that up. So, so, what does that look like? Do you, do you do larger organizations? Do you do startups? Do you do podcasts? Do you, <laughs> so, so what, what, what type of clients do you work with and, and what type of work do you provide for them?
1: Well we're we're industry agnostic, meaning, you know, we'll work with with anybody. We've we've worked with candle makers, we've worked with software developers, we we've done packaging, we've done point of sale design, we've done white papers for locums. I mean, it, there is there is no day, two days at grapevine that are ever the same. Um, why we are industry agnostic is because it it keeps our pencils sharp. We're, we're never recycling ideas. Right. Like we are. We're looking at them in a different way for a different audience, for a different industry. Number two is we don't work with competitors in the same uh, designated market okay. area or DNA. Yeah. That's important to us. We really want to be unique and clever and uh, insightful without splitting our roster to provide for, you know, two companies in the same field fighting right, for right, the same right, market share, right, same customer. Right, right. Um, with that, you know, we we do fun stuff. We, we've got copywriters, we've got social media pros, we've got digital marketing experts, we've got web developers in this building, our, the head of our web development department, um, you know, God bless Al Gore, but I mean, he really did invent the internet. I mean, he was with ARPA, like the, the DoD and worked on ARPANET, um, and he leads that department. We've got videographers, illustrators. We do motion graphics. We do the most beautiful graphic design that that I've ever encountered in my life. And I'm fortunate enough to get to work with these people. We we really in our public relations. That of our public relations department, you know, worked for the you know big agencies in New York, and, and used to work with Sports Illustrated. I look around sometimes. I'm like, "What are you doing here?" I mean, she she could work anywhere she wanted to, and she she chose us. So we we like our background. We like our, to own our backyard, but we do work with some clients nationally and
0: internationally. That's cool. That's cool. I I think one of the great value adds that we have simply by living here is the fact that you get folks from big corporations. Yes. From the large cities that they want to come here and work. I think that's why I have a great medical system here. Mm-hmm. A lot of doctors with some great, great uh, credentials coming. and mm-hmm. they want to live here. I mean, just like the rest of us. So, right. And, I, and almost every other show, I'm always apologizing to the natives here saying, I'm sorry we Yankees came here <laughs> and messed it all up. But, uh, well, I got think, a good thing going.
1: But yeah, yeah. We, uh, the great thing about this community. And and even within the community, you know, Port Charlotte is different than Venice is different than yes. Sarasota is different than Anna Maria is different than Bradenton, and that's beautiful uniqueness. But but the Sun Coast itself, it's got that small town, close knit feel that you want, but all of the amenities yeah. of a big metropolitan yeah. area. Yeah, and the influence and the arts and the the conversations that you can have on any given day. Are, will will rival any Mensa meeting I would ever attend. Not that great. I'm a Mensa member, but I mean.
0: Hope <laughs> Springs Eternal, though. There right? we go. Is there any particular type of work that you prefer to do or you enjoy that, that just is a lot of fun? We. That's a great question. That's a really good question. We we work with people
1: who have a budget of $150 a month and people who have a budget of right. $150,000 a month. Right. The only thing that we really thrive on with clients is to have, a, a you know, the ability to, to engage comprehensively. Mm. Um, you know, if, if someone's looking for, you know, I just want this and this is my vision and, and work,
0: you know, this canvas. So, so this you're going to do both there, for example, you're going to do both your website plus your social media plus Email marketing. We're not even asking to do it all.
1: We're uh, just asking to have a voice. Uh, We've got a gal on our team who's a digital brand architect. Her job wow. is to what's every time a consumer encounters your brand, is it all joined together? Are we connecting right. the dots right. back to, you know, right. your your core values? And so we don't need to do all the projects. We collaborate with other agencies and other vendors all the time. We just Hope you trust us to have a voice and and trust us enough to understand your voice. That's great. And then most importantly, what's going to move the needle with your customers? Interesting. And yeah, so and if you say you know this is what makes us different, and we say you know maybe it's really this, maybe this is really the problem you're solving for your consumers. We hope not to have consternation, but to create like aha moments.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. One of the things I like about Grapevine is your tagline because you have creative you have strategic, mm-hmm. and then you have accountable. And I really locked in on that last word. I mean, obviously you have to be creative because of the industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. You're in advertising, marketing, you've got to be creative. But obviously since you're working with big and small clients, you have to be strategic and really put together a portfolio that's going to work with, with their vision and, and their purpose and whatnot. The accountable thing jumped out at me. What does that actually mean in the context of how you work with clients and then how you work with you know one another? Well, the accountability component
1: is is not inappropriately missing from from most, if not all, other advertising right. marketing firms. Uh, I, it was it was a paramount importance that I include that, and the, the the one piece of communication that I am responsible for with Grapevine was that tagline. Like that was right. that was my vision coming in. Other than that, it's it's a collective team effort, and and even with that, I made sure they adopted it and appreciated, embraced it. So the accountability, what does that mean? It means that that we give a darn. Um, there are instances and have been instances where we talk to clients and you know we'll tell them from that first encounter, we're marketers, we're not magicians, but but what we know is consumer behavior. What we have is experience. Right. right. And what we promise to do demographics,
0: we, psychographics, yeah.
1: sociographics. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And we understand trends and we, we do our due diligence. We see what your competitors are doing. We, you know, we understand if there's any, uh, any change to the landscape on the horizon, but, but, you know, if we fall short, I, there have been more than a couple of occasions when I will pony up my own dough to get us across the finish line. Cool. And again, you know, there's, there's no magic to it. And anyone in marketing who says they're gonna guarantee you this, that, or the other, they're probably selling you snake oil. Well,
0: yeah, particularly if it's you know institutional advertising. Right, right, you know? right. right. Yeah. But
1: you know, we 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 the, we open with our clients, like what are your goals? We do, and then what are your needs? Sure. And how do you sure. how do you view yourself? Right. What's your unique value proposition? Yeah. Why would yes. someone choose you yes. over your competitor? So if that's not done on the front end and we're presenting to you a marketing plan, run away. (laughs) Because if we're not listening to you first, then then we don't care about your results.
0: One of the things I encourage my listeners to do is to go to your YouTube channel. And it's just Grapevine Communications. (laughs) Plug that in on YouTube and and, uh, Grapevine will pop up (laughs) there. But you have several playlists on there. One I like is President Note. Thank you And what I like about it obviously is you run a sizable organization and you're giving your perspective on certain attributes that people should apply to their lives. And one of them, you actually touched upon this in two separate months had to do with being unvarnished yeah and being authentic. Mm-hmm. And that was in the see, I did my homework. the January date and the <laughs> January and the <laughs> April uh, release of that and they're only about two minutes long but why is it okay to be unvarnished? Uh, I guess on social media and authentic. Well, I mean, you're after all you're a media company.
1: I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And and you would think we would be this would be counterintuitive. Um, we live in a world of Kardashians, right? Yeah. There's a filter for everything. There's you know every <laughs> surface. Right. right. I I believe if you jump into the personality of Grapevine, you will get beyond ankle deep, and that's what I that's what I mean right, by being unmerchant. Be authentic. Be relatable. Right. Show empathy. Yeah. And if you if you you know perpetuate a, a a perfectly varnished persona at all times, that's probably not authentic. It's okay to be vulnerable, and in fact, it's more endearing. So so don't be afraid to show the cracks in the facade.
0: Well, if, if some of my listeners go back and listen to some of my earlier episodes, they'll <laughs> they'll, they'll definitely see some of the cracks in the facade there. But it, it's funny when when you say that because you have a couple of other uh, you have a couple other playlists on there, which is face the music. Yes, yes. Uh, you got folks. You got to go there and see that because uh, <laughs> people walk away with a lot of uh, foam on their face.
1: It is. We had. Uh... Oh my gosh! The, I, we were probably going to have to replace the carpeting in the conference room after <laughs> shooting those. It was a lot of whip I didn't see crane, you in any of, of
0: those. Well, basically, basically what happens? You have to name that tune. Yes. And if uh, the other person wins, then you get a pie—basically a pie in the face. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and it most, was most
0: of those were from the 1980s, and I would have done well in those. those, those songs. Well,
1: I'll tell you what. Okay, so first of all, the reason I wasn't in the the 2022 Face the Music series is because in 2021. We did a um, uh, kind of a, a spinoff of Hot Ones. If you've ever seen that, try yes. hot sauces yes, in the yes, interviews. Yes, yes, and yes. so, so I was just enormously pregnant during, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did all the interviews for that. And then we made it for you that. And I said, you know what? That's enough of me. Let's do you. So this year. Be careful what you wish for, Bob, because right. I think this year, the way we're going to do it differently is, is going to be a take on like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? So just some regular <laughs> trivia, but we're going to invite some people from the community. So you don't, you don't get stuck with right. our stale faces.
0: Uh, well, just again, so the listeners know, the hot ones are where you you, you basically eat wings and each one has the next high up uh, heat, mm-hmm. I guess on the Scoville yep. scale, the next, next higher heat index. And so you see how much you can take. So I was wondering yeah. why you were participating participating in that, but then when you're pregnant, you got, you got it out, but you're not now. So we'll see. Okay, do you know the one
1: chip challenge? I'll come up with another excuse. What about the one chip challenge? No, that's horrifying. <laughs> I, I want to do, we have talked about, Oh, the either the spoonful of cinnamon challenge or the, um, what's the one? Have you seen the one where they take tortillas and you slap each other in the face?
0: No, I haven't. Apparently I haven't. it's
1: painless, but it makes a ridiculous sound. <laughs> so
0: I shot down both those ideas. We're just going to go with trivia. Oh, uh, well, people are going to have to look all this stuff up no. on YouTube. We're, we're getting way, way off the top. And then erase your fun. search history. It's fun. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing I like that you have, again, on your present note, is celebrating your wins. And And I told you before, uh, we hit record. I actually wrote that down on my office wall there because you get busy, you're always thinking of the next stage you want to mm-hmm. take your company, even if it's a podcast, and you get and you have other responsibilities. I mean, you know, you have a young child that you're still taking care of. You don't stop to to celebrate your wins. Why is that important to grapevine?
1: Well, there's several reasons and, and, and you nailed it. You know, you, you move a million miles an hour and you, you pressure yourself to, to continue to succeed. There's something really special about taking that moment to give yourself some grace and, and appreciating what we accomplished together and then sharing that success with our clients. Like, we we were, over the past 20 years in business, we've won over 160 Addy Awards. Last year, um, my executive creative director, Lisa, submitted 13 projects. Wow. With those 13 projects, we won 16 awards. Wow. And that was them curating what's what was our best foot forward in it, you know this this entire year and what are we most proud of and to to receive affirmation from a board of people who don't know you who are just in, just looking at things on on their face against others in the region and the advertising federation of america said yes you are champions
0: so give us a context i mean how many folks were you competing against
1: well this was um uh, advertising federation of the sun coast it's so the sun essentially
0: there's a lot. There's lots of firms down here.
1: There's absolutely, and it goes down to 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 Naples, and um, Tampa has its own yes. chapter. But up to so Hillsboro to essentially Lee County, right? And but you're also competing against Ringling,
0: uh, and that's a behemoth. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's the context of it. So but so what did it. What does that do for the folks that work here? I mean, how do you celebrate that? I mean, do do, do they get a pie in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Home in the face? I mean, but seriously, I mean, how, because right now, as you know, unfortunately we live in a pretty toxic environment yeah. in, this, in this country. And you look at politics, you look at Wall Street, uh, and there's a lot of folks that, you know, they swim in that stuff and it can impact your outlook Mm -hmm. uh, for your future and, but you guys are, are making your way and you're having some successes. And so what does that do, I guess maybe for the culture and the environment of the organization here? We embrace a philosophy of never taking ourselves too seriously. Good.
1: And, we even say sometimes when we're busy and people are crying and running down the hall, you know, Hey, we're not going to cure cancer today, guys. We're going to, we're going to do the best we can. But if we're going to miss the mark for any reason, communicate. Cause a lot of times that's all people want is, is you pick up the phone and you say, I know we promised you that today. It's, it's not to the level we want it. Right. Can we have another day? Right. And, and I will tell you, it's never been a no, and it's always been thank you for for considering my timeline. I appreciate that. Yes, tomorrow's fine. It's it's not putting ourselves in a position where we have unattainable goals, right? Obstacles. We laugh a lot in this building. We cry sometimes in this right. building, but we 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 never let the weight of the world
0: bear right. down. Right.
1: And when it does, I mean, let, let's face it, I'm. I've got people that are commuting from several people are commuting from Tampa and, and Arcadia and, oh, wow. and Port Charlotte Northport. You know, I know how much gas costs. Yeah. I'm I'm handing out gas cards after after Hurricane Ian. I'm handing out public skate cards. Go fill your fridge up. Several people stayed in this building during Ian when yes. they had to evacuate their right. homes. We we are a family. We laugh together, we celebrate successes together, we console each other through through losses. And we do the same for our clients. It's it's care consideration, and understanding that you know while you think you're going through a catastrophe right now, look right. at it through a
0: grander lens. No, I I couldn't agree more. And you know I've already referenced a couple of your present notes on on YouTube. And and the other one that stuck out at me was you talked about resilience because some of your employees went through the hurricane and mm-hmm. some of them got hammered. I mean, mm-hmm. fortunately, the northern part of Sarasota County didn't suffer near the damages uh, further south and further inland, you know, out in the Arcadia region and whatnot. And so you talk about resilience and uh, just really kind of, I think putting a putting a real face on the fact that, you know, there are bigger things mm-hmm. that you address rather than, you know, some of the tough things that you go through with, you know, maybe missing a date of, of a new, you know, publishing a new article, a new blog, or, or maybe getting a package out to a clients and whatnot. How does it kind of help you going forward? Well, I'll tell Just you the what, Resilience, the it, resilience.
1: Res- resilience is your ability to bounce back and, and grow from adversity is predicated in large part on, on proactively understanding, okay, what went wrong? Did I communicate it appropriately? Did I, did I face it right. head on? how do i prevent this from happening right um in the case of a natural disaster there's 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 no option there but but what we're seeing now like and and a member of our team her her home is 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 gone is oh gone my. her parents home is gone oh my her brother's home and his pregnant wife and their one-year-old child is is gone they all lived in the same neighborhood and and what's been kind of a phoenix from the ashes experience for us is how we came together and and dealt with someone who is not comfortable asking for help and never wants to to show vulnerability. And we just we coalesced and and we did rather than than asking. And that's a big thing for us. So, you know, resiliency. It's we're we're doers, not talkers, and and we focus on that quite a bit. And to that point, you know, I'm. Like like a lot of employers in this area, it's it's tough to recruit talent here, it's sure. tough to maintain ca- sure. talent here. The cost of living is workforce is
0: housing extensive. Yeah. So I just had Mark Van Groff oh, on a, a few episodes One ago, and yes, yeah, and he, he's doing great work in
1: that. Oh he's he's doing he's yeah, he he's the, the tip of the spear. Um so what I was looking at, and we were looking at, you know, what, what do we do? How do we, do we start a task force or, you know, go on a talking tour? And, and, and essentially we decided, you know, the activity without accomplishment is entertainment Yeah. and this isn't a very entertaining issue. So rather than trying to get a meeting of the, the EDCs who are doing great work and the chambers who are doing great work and COBA and Argus and the, yes. the county commissions, um, we just decided to take information from from all of them, raise them, BIA, GCBX, the Restaurant Lodging Association, the Chambers, the EDCs, Mark, and we are doing a pro bono project funded by no one, and it's our copywriters, our designers, our researchers, our developers are coming together, and we're building a website that's going to be SuncoastHousingNow.com, and it's just putting together all of the materials. Here are the people it's affecting. Here are some of their stories defining the problem. Like What's AMI? What's the difference between, you know, affordable housing, subsidized housing, workforce housing and all that dicey vernacular. And then here are the resources that are available. And then advocacy. Hey, if you want to talk to a legislator or a policymaker, you know, here's a little fact sheet for you. And here's their contact information. So it's 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 essentially taking all of the work that's being done in this community already in silos, like Gulf Coast Community Foundation, they're doing amazing proof of concept projects right now. And it's, it's housing it all in one spot. So we might actually make a change and help this community be enormously resilient in light of, you know, rents up 40%. Right,
0: right. And, and unfortunately, we live in this area where hurricanes are a fact of life every few years. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know where how that's going to impact us. Well, I think what you're you are touching on now. I could get way off on the on this uh, out and left field here, but I think you are touching up, touching on something that is part of the culture here. This town's small enough where you can do these types of things, and and you know commend you guys for what you're trying to do to do your part workforce housing and, and to help again, your employees that went through this hurricane. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, um, you know, heart-wrenching to hear those types of stories, but you know, kudos to you guys that you are doing that. What's next for Grapevine Communications?
1: Well, we're we're still in growth mode. It's exciting. We, uh, we just hired a brilliant individual um, on our web development team who actually um, uh, came from the 26 West Center. He was in the coding academy there. And we've worked, we've done some work with SCF in the past. And so it was nice to see that that program go from an idea to reality to us participating in, in placement of someone a graduate of that program. Um, our video department is growing like a weed. We're, truth be told, what I'm doing right now with being led by the the brain trust at Grapevine is. We're working on our ability to mentor mm. and our ability to provide information. So
0: whether or not Mentor is you... the next generation of folks that are going to work in this industry or... That's a a twofold mentorship model.
1: So that is reach out to individuals who are interested in this field, um, internships, conversations, sample projects, whatever that may be. Um, and I, you know, I'm going back to my alma mater and I'm gonna try to do a little mentoring for graduates of the communications program there. But also um our 2023 campaign is gonna be all about, you know, sharing tips and tricks and right, and we we love that. We we love being part of a solution for anybody. And whether you're a for-profit or a non-profit, you know, everybody deserves a conversation with someone who who has something that can help them. And, and that doesn't need to be behind a paywall. Yep. So it, it brings us, and that's the culture here. It brings us joy to help people. And that's our, our unique value proposition.
0: So somebody else out there that's listening to this program, who likes to bring joy to other people, how should they reach out to you? Who should reach out to you?
1: Well, you know anybody if you're if you're interested in a job, if you're interested in an internship, if you're interested in becoming a client, if you're interested in just having a conversation over coffee, let I mean let, let's do it. And it's not just me. There's people way smarter than I that that work in this building. And um the, the quickest way to catch us is uh wow me at grapeinc.com.
0: I saw that interesting email address. <laughs>
1: We're subtle. Wow, We're me. subtle around here. <laughs>
0: Well, Allison Emery, President, CEO, and owner of Great Mind Communications, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on the Service of the Stories podcast. It's been my pleasure to be out here, and we look forward to having you on in the future. Bob, thank you so much. It has been, it
1: has been an absolute pleasure.
0: And to all my listeners, thank you so very much for tuning in, and uh, you all have a wonderful, happy, and safe holiday. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect.